Thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I am your host, Coach Chelsea, and y'all, I'm super excited. I have truly, we've been kind of hitting January 2024 like the Kool-Aid man busting out of the brick wall. I really feel that way. And God has been speaking in a new way, just allowing me to be obedient and open and truly hearing when he nudges to say, hey, we need to hear from that servant leader. And before we even got started today, I've been talking to today's servant leader. We talk about how God timing, his timing is perfect. Um, and, and I'm truly thankful that this time perfectly aligned to sit here. Today, we have servant leader Sharika Wright with us. She is the head women's basketball coach for the University of Texas at Arlington. She's had former stints at Vanderbilt, Alabama, Texas Tech. She is a Hall of Famer at uh, Purdue. Y'all, she's killing the game, but more than anything, she has a name that I love. She has a name of a, a, a sweet little girl here in Tallahassee, a daughter named Lennox. And so it's little nuggets like that that allows me to know that God truly made these paths cross on purpose. So before we bring her on, I'm going to read the scripture for the day. And it's going to come from Acts 20 and 35. And it says, in everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord, Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Again, that's Acts 20 and 35. So y'all listen, I'm going to close my mouth because I know I'm hyped. I'm hyped to get this conversation started. So coach, I'm going to pass the torch to you to say hello to our listeners so we can get this conversation started today. Well, hello listeners. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited that Chelsea reached out to me. It, I was just talking with her about, you know, I'm always here to, to be able to give a nugget as a nugget was always given to me whenever I got started in, in this profession. But more so than anything, you know, I, I just kind of want to talk about, as Chelsea said, timing is everything. And, you know, you have to be able to to be a leader, you know, as far as following and, and following is not a bad thing. And you have to be open to those things and being transparent. But, you know, I just kind of want to start off just about my journey and just how I, you know, we I got here to UT Arlington and had a lot of success early on. You know, and that's not something that I really, really, you know, imagine that would happen off the back. I've had success at all levels. And, you know, that's just something that I just expect. And I tell you, this is for the first time I hit a lot of adversity and really, really, really had to trust my faith and not give in to you know questioning myself of who I really was. And um, we we started off very, very slow. We had a lot of changes in, in year four after coming off of such a successful season. And, uh, you know, I started to question, you know, you didn't really kind of hear from a lot of people who, you know, were there supporting you early on. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't lose track of really who I was and believing in my faith and knowing that good things happen to great people. And um, and I always I always believe that my faith that things are always going to turn out the right way when you do things the right way and you do mm -hmm. right by people. And so, um, you know, like I said, we start off one and eight and now we look up, we're back to 500, we're eight and eight. Um, on a okay, seven, 
straight. And so, you know, we, we trusted the process, you know, I, I, I really, really had to kind of get back into my faith and trust it. I, I was really, really questioning a lot and not trusting. And so I, I had to admit that first and foremost, and, um, and just put in and believe that it was going to work out with putting in the work and, and your players really trusting who you are. And so I didn't stray away from who I was. And, um, you know, and that was also just being a leader and being transparent with everything that was going on and not running from, you know, again, these challenges that I had. You know, I think that was one of the things that was big for me as a person is, is that I'm going to face things head on, I'm not going to run away from it and um, and not, you know, stray away from things that are adverse because adversity helps build your character, right? And um, it's definitely helped build mine along the way, just for me personally and even athletically with having injuries and personally you know, with some things that's happened with my family losing, you know, my only sibling, my brother, you know, a couple of years ago. And so, but it's, it's, it's really, really made me trust faith, trust who I was and to follow that and knowing that things will work out for the betterment of me. And so I'm just excited to be on today and share my story. So listen, like you can't be coming in the first three minutes and just <laughs> dropping like all these little gems and getting us going and revved up. But there's so many things that you said there that could be unpacked. And the first kind of stint I'm going to go with, because it's one of my favorite things. If anybody truly knows me, they'll know that I say my, my greatest attribute is my faith, right? And typically individuals that speak about their faith and leaning on their faith, it did. It came because trials work with patience and patience work with hope, right? And so when we learn those trials and they give us patience, we learn to feed off of our faith. And I was saying this to one of my young ladies today and I said, you know, typically I feel that, it's a coach, you always look like nothing bothers you. So things bother me because I'm human, but I have the faith to know, much like you said, when y'all start at one and eight, that God is gonna turn it around. And as long as we do what he's called us to do, great things will happen to great people and blessings will come in the way that he sees fit in his timing. And so I wanna start right there for a moment, you know, understanding your track record, right? You know, you were playing at Purdue, a hall of fame career, you know, was blessed enough to be able to get drafted um, by the Detroit Shock in the WNBA, made amazing stints in the college women's basketball game and now heading your own program. How does those paths and all of those attributes help you to be able to show your young ladies on your roster, even when they're one and eight to start the season, how to continue to remain faithful and trust? You said this before we even got on, just remembering to trust what you know, right? But still believing in your plan, even when you're one and eight. How does your experience in those areas help you to stand on that and show that to your athletes? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, first and foremost, um, you know, I go back to this. So, you know, I played for Chrissy Curry, who is the head coach at Alabama. And, you know, at the start of every year, she always talked about faith, family, books and basketball. Right. And, um, you know, I, I've always carried that even when I, you know, left her to go to Vanderbilt for another opportunity and then got the head coaching job there. It was something that I, I really, really tried to, you know, stay focused with because those are the same things that, you know, I embodied. That's what my parents talked about, you know, and that's something that I thought was really, really big. But you, first of all, I think the biggest thing too, Chelsea, is, is that even with our, our players now, our young people, 18 to 22 year olds, I don't try to push faith on them. Mm -hmm. I say, this is who I am. And before mm -hmm. you come and play for me, you have to accept that. We know it's a process right it's a process to trust somebody um 
you know, what is this lady talking about? Right. But I, I don't push like my success on them, you know, like that. I always tell them like, you know, that speaks for itself. There you, you go. Know, I, I had the work ethic to get to this point. And all I know is it's like, right. It's just being able to be at this top and excel. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so when I'm not doing it, I'm just going to work 10 times harder. But now what I've learned is to work smarter, um, <laughs> yeah. to, you know, and it, it does, it, it takes time, right? It takes time to be able to do that. It's the things that I normally do right beforehand, you know, I, the Lord has probably talked to me and said, but you can't do it this way in this year. Mm-hmm. You did it this mm-hmm. way two years ago, right? Last year, I tried to do it the same way. It didn't work. And right. then I caught myself early on, tried to do it the same way. He really, really humbled me at that point and say, you got to change some things and you got to trust me on that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I just kind of just stepped back a little bit and and just told myself it's going to be okay. It's the mm-hmm. positive affirmations um, really, you know, got back into my faith of, you know, being able to go to church when I could, you know, mm-hmm. even if I couldn't, you know, I was real still making sure that I got that time to be able to spend that valuable, you know, hour to two hours about myself to be able to, again, absorb what I needed to and, and really making sure that my week ahead, I started with him first, even though we mm-hmm. got to be able to do that. Right. So I, I just think that that's probably, that's the big piece of it. And then it's high character people that you have around you and and I think that that's the deal is about building relationships with young women um yes I want to win ball games but ultimately I get this is right because I want to mentor young people and mentor obviously my staff that's around me you know I'm fortunate enough to be able to have some people who are older who have had more experience than me and have some that don't but that's where we all get to learn from each other. So, you know, I, I think this group is really, really, especially my players stay together. They get along. And I think mm-hmm. that that's a big piece of it, you know, and um, I do think my kids start to trust me a little bit. It's like, let's just trust the process. And yeah. I'll tell you one of the hashtags that I've been using has been, and it's kind of came to me, it's just growth by committee. I saw and that. It, it I like just that. really just stayed and it just stuck. I said, I love it. Because, you know, we're, we can't just grow all different types of ways. We're, we're going through this together. I know everybody talks about family, but do we really truly understand family's definition is different from everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's family dynamics are different. But that mm-hmm. committee piece, right? Like That's we right. all have to be a part of this. And we all got certain things that we must do, whether you're the athletic trainer, you know, whether you're the, you know, the player development person, we all have a major part of this, even our players. Right. So um, it, it's, it's been, it's been very eye opening for me. And I um, mean, year four, you know, it's just like, you know, you just take it one day at a time and just be where your feet are. I always say that too, is, is that be where my feet are. And then when I leave that to be a mom, Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, she she humbles me. And that's the thing where regardless of whatever is going on, Lennox doesn't know I had a bad day. She don't know right. a basketball game. She just yeah. knows, hey, it's her Mimi that's coming through the door. That's right. I have to be able to do that. So it's just, again, I just kind of learn, you know, you've got to take it one day at a time. You're going to have trials, you're going to have tribulations. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if I know I live by my faith and I do the right things, try to be just great to people and good to people, great and mm-hmm. good because they all go together, right? No, oh, yeah, it works out. And um, and I know people question me all the time, like, why do you put up with certain things? Because again, I know who I am, mm. and then nobody's going to change that from or take that from me. Coach, that's so good, and, and I'm gonna tell you why because you can always tell individuals who are rooted and grounded in the biggest piece, like you said, I know who I am, right? There's no question by it. 
And I love the hashtag. I saw that. And I said, growth by community. I love that because that's one of the key things I teach and I coach here down in Tallahassee, Florida. And one of the key pieces is just recognizing how to, we always talk about this generation is different and they're different. And that may be so, right? But what? tell me what generation is the same. Right. And so one of the key pieces in mentorship that I love that you hone in on is just not so much as expressing or talking about my resume, but helping them understand the hard work and growth that allowed them to get there, you know, but you and I both know that in times, times get hard and we open up talking about faith and I always there's servant leader. His name is Dennis McNulty. He's super awesome. Um, he is a uh, teacher and a pastor and a coach in New Jersey, but he always talks about the faith of the mother. And I'm listening to you talk about Linux, right? And how, and they don't, they don't, it does not matter if you lost by 50. It does not matter when you were one and eight. Linux does not care. My yes. daughter's name is Hendrix. She does not care, right? All <laughs> yes. I know is where is the oatmeal? She didn't call it oatmeal. Where's the oatmeal? Cause I want that. <laughs> I don't care if your scout report didn't, didn't reflect yes. what you said. And this girl came off the bench and scored 20. You're my mommy. And I need you to come do that. Uh, you know, just pressing towards the mark is what I like to talk to my young ladies about. And that comes from simply understanding faith in ourselves. And I want to move to a little bit talking about that faith journey, because Pastor Mignosi always talks about the faith of the mother and where we got it from. But I want to talk to you a little bit about how you branched off and established that faith for yourself. Like my mom instilled faith in me. My grandparents was really strong in that, but it truly took some pivotal moments in my life where I learned Christ for myself. Can you talk a little bit about when you learn the God and the Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, that triune God for yourself? Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned this early on and it had nothing to do with, me personally, but more so about family and mm -hmm. my my sibling, my brother. Because mm -hmm. I, I never, you know, you grow up, you live in a household. My dad was in the military, so we we traveled. I, you know, I got to experience different things. You know, mom and dad were very pivotal in my life, still are, you know, as they come and stay with me during the season to help with Linux, which is a blessing mm -hmm. that, you know, I have that. But you know, I really, really didn't know how to tap into my faith until I actually lost my sibling and lost mm -hmm. my older brother. And, um, and, and, and I'll tell you this, Chelsea, for the longest time, there were certain things that I would not discuss that I was kind of embarrassed about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to kind of learn like, Hey, life is life and things are happening to everybody. And, um, right. and I'm, and I'm glad that I can share those things now because it has definitely helped shape who I am today. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and one of the things for me, I think that really shaped it was, is that, you know, my brother um, was incarcerated and I saw that that was a big piece of what happened to me. Um, I was 12 years old. My brother wasn't, you know, was, was arrested. It was incarcerated and he stayed in there for like almost 15 years. Okay. And I, for the longest time, would not discuss anything about my brother because I was embarrassed. I would be open to tell you that I was really, really embarrassed by what has happened. Mm -hmm. and especially for me, who was having a lot of success. I was playing at Purdue, having a great career. And then, you know, to be able to get drafted and, you know, I just feel like I would not talk about it until I know there was one day, one pivotal moment and me and him had a conversation and I just kind of told him how I felt. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when he was, you know, released and um, he, you know, I was my biggest cheerleader, you know, I was my biggest fan. I loved that about him. And um, he got out and um, he actually got a chance to see me coach. You know, that was a big thing. You know, he didn't really get a chance to see me play, but to see me coach was big. And, um, 
my brother three years after that ended up getting really sick and passed away. And at that very moment in time, you know, I really didn't truly understand how my faith and my strength was so important to me until I actually mm -hmm. seen, you know, sitting in, you know, actually in the church and seeing, you know, my brother that I know that I could not get him back and he was actually going to the ground. And so I, that moment was pivotal for me, not any wins and losses, not right. the two major injuries that I had. It was absolutely living, losing a sibling because my parents talked about family so much mm -hmm. and how we had to really, really stay together. And so it, it didn't hit me until then. And so anytime that I, you know, with our kids, our players, we talk about things. I always talk about, you know, don't take the day for granted because mm. you don't know. Right. Or yep. checking in on your, you know, your family. You know, I, I try to be very conscious of doing that with our kids, even if they don't travel with me, check in with them on the next day. Even my parents, I, you know, I check on with them every single day. And that's why Linux was such a big pivotal piece when I did have her, right? You know, I became a mommy and, and everything else, but she made us whole again. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, and that, and that really was kind of the blessing after losing him, I, you know, after that ended up having my daughter. And so that kind of, you know, completed us again. Mm -hmm. And, um, she was such a blessing. So, you know, I think that those things were such pivotal pieces for me and really believing and trusting in my faith, um, that each and every day you can be challenged. You just can't take things for granted. I really, really try not to do that every single day, even though, you know, as coaches, we, we just try to, Hey, we try to figure out the next scout and, where we're going. you know, we're That's trying it. to win basketball <laughs> games, right. You know, yeah. and then I have to put things in perspective. And also in that one and eight, I will tell you, I'm like, you know, are we going to have another bad year? Or I hear people say, okay, this is going to be another year. I, I could have folded. I could have. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But you know, I, I just thought back to that piece, like, that this is this is not going to really define me or break me down because there I know that at some point right I speak it into existence if it's meant for me if it's meant to happen come on now he's gonna bless me with it he's gonna come do that now. and if it's not my time if it's not my season it's not gonna be my season so he's he's obviously listening to me you know he's listening to my heart right nobody else has to hear my thoughts but him yeah, yeah. So it's 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 been a blessing for me and that it, it but it does keep me humble because I think too mentally I think a lot of people talk about this with our student athletes and I do think it's a big part but us as coaches right knowing mm -hmm. that you have so many responsibilities not for yourself yes. and your family you got your yeah your, your other coaches your staff yep. sport staff that you also have to worry about so I think we all try to focus on that but I'm glad we have such a great support system within our basketball community that we can definitely rely on to be able to talk to and, and confide in. I think that's important. I think it's so important to uh, have the right people around you. I always talk about, you know, many people call it multiple things. They'll call them like my board of directors or my village, right? And I like to say, you know, who occupies the seats at my table. That's one of the biggest things I love to talk about because we've all been there. I mentioned this often on the podcast, going to that cookout or the mm -hmm. holidays and the person that's sitting there eating just like me, but they didn't bring anything, right? You know, maybe you brought the plates, right? Mm -hmm. But they're sitting here and they're reaping the benefits Whereas I always like to say, you didn't help me build the track, but you're trying to ride the train. So Absolutely. it's so big to have people around you who um, you can lean on or who understands the struggle, right? Um, and, and even those triumphs, to be able to share that with them. And I think that's so big, you know, 
as you are making, and, and we keep honing in on that one and eight, because I, I've been there, right? And I don't think people truly understand it unless they're in it and you're hearing, especially you on a on the collegiate level, it gets real dicey. You know, the other day we shout out to Coach Brooke um, at Florida State. We were able to go and watch her practice the other day and she's a servant leader. She's amazing. And one of the key things she always talks about, my girl says, she's always so calm, you know? And I said, but the thing about it is when you are truly walking in your calling, you understand your craft. You know, every coach is different, but a lot of the coaches that, you know, truly understand their craft and what they're walking in, it's going to exude that calmness because you're prepared and ready. And I want to shift here because basketball always reminds me, sports in general, of a lot of the things that you just said. You know, we talk about basketball season. It's not basketball season, you know, in the off season, right? Mm -hmm. It's basketball season when it's in time, right? Mm -hmm. it, we have to do scout reports. And on that scout report, we have to be able to tell specifically what every player does. What's their scheme? What are their tendencies? And often I apply that to life as a believer, right? Because the enemy has a scout report on us. Mm -hmm. You know, I was having that conversation with somebody the other day servant leader, Willie Spears, we talk about that. And when we talk about just peace and faith and foundation and things that we go through, he knows the very things that we go through. He knows what breaks us down, right? Yes. He knows that even, oh, she, oh, she's doing good right now. I know how to cut her at her ankles, right? Mm -hmm. Spiritually fitness coach, you know, we can go to the gym for physical, right? We can kind of work on some things for mental, do some puzzles, meditate, things like that. But in season, how do you remain spiritually fit to ensure that when those tough seasons come, those valley moments, like I talk about, how do you remain spiritually fit to ensure that when that scout report that the enemy has, when he starts to throw his best full court press at you, that you can stay steadfast in the midst of everything that you have going on your plate? <laughs> Listen, I it's <laughs> it's it's funny you said that because you know now you kind of feel like you're you're walking into that. You feel like you mm -hmm. you know you know how your 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 spirit can feel that. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's yeah. some, and it could be a simple thing, whether or not a kid is not feeling well, you know, or, you know, you, you like, you're not feeling well. And so, you know, I, I'm just, I'm really, really big on quotes. You mm -hmm. know, I, I, I look for them because there's always something that speaks to me. Um, you know, I'm big on music. My staff laughs, laughs at me a lot because again, you know, my daughter loves music. I love it. And it fulfills me. Yes. And during that time, there's always something for me in the playlist to kind of revert back to and um and it's and it's, it's not anything that's like really big I know on the Sundays or I know there's always something I can go back to if there's a certain sermon that I need to listen to mm -hmm. and always go back to that right but my parents are big on that too yeah. you know and um my dad who you know, obviously was in the military in the army he's just such again a straight thinker very mellow tone you know, he doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, but he's learned that right as a leader, right? He's learned those things and I'm, and I'm not there yet. And I'll be honest to tell you, like, I'm not there yet. I'm mm -hmm. learning season by season. And he always says, don't, don't allow yourself to get too high. Don't allow yourself to get too low. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you gotta be able to let some things kind of roll off and some things that just don't get your attention. How do you really emotionally kind of stay intact with that? And I just really, there's either a song that I go to, I just kind of put my headphones on and just tune everything out and get mm -hmm. myself back refocused. Or if there's times where I got to go step away, yes, do that. But I will, also, I will tell you this too, Chelsea, uh, I'm a, like I said, I'm very transparent. I'll tell my players this, like I had a moment, I'll tell my staff this, I am emotional in front of my, vulnerable in mm -hmm. front of my staff, 
Um, I had to learn how to do that. And I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you. And I, and I'll say this too, like I had to really kind of step away and ask for help mm -hmm. because that, that wasn't something that, you know, that's not what you, somebody that's supposed to be strong. You don't, you don't show that. Right. And I think vulnerability has been something that's been big for me. And I think it's also been big for our players because like I said, one and eight, they could have definitely folded like, okay, that we're just kind of playing just to be playing. But I think the vulnerability with my players um, and staff is really open up like, Hey, listen, like we're, we're going to run a ride with you on this piece. We don't mm -hmm. always be out of green. I tell them this all the time. They don't like me all the time. Right. Leadership is hard. It's hard at the top, mm -hmm. but you know, I just kind of go back to those, those, those moments for myself. What is it that Sharika needs at that very moment? Because Sharika always gives. Mm -hmm. And that's just why I have a big heart and I get that from my mother and I'm not going to change that. Mm -hmm. And so whether people agree with it or not, Sharika's just got to be okay with that. And, um, and, and it's worked for me. And it's, I'm going to tell you, it's really worked for me in this time right now, um, knowing that we got a lot more basketball to go. And I know yeah. that's hit a bump, right? You know, you're going to eventually hit right. that bump. But as long as I know I can kind of hit that bump and get myself back on track and our kids know how to do that, then I think that that's fine. But when it's time for me, Sharika, to step away, I, I know when that time is and I do that. And I go into my solitude of, hey, it's this sermon. It is this song. You know, it's, hey, and just know that I'm just truly blessed. And I have to go back to that every single day because I know I've been blessed. And, um, and nobody's going to take that from me, right? Regardless right. of wins or losses. But, you know, as long as I know, like I said, my heart's in the right place, it's going to work out. Amen to that. Coach, real quick, if uh, one of the songs on the, play on the playlist, if we hit play in those moments, give me one. It doesn't have to be a favorite. Just give me one and we can find on that playlist. God. I know there's so many of them. You know, I, you know, Going up to yonder is always a big one because uh -huh. of my brother's funeral. Got it. Mm -hmm. There was a lady that sung that song. It was beautiful. She tore it God up. Favors me. Come on, come on. Like, and and I think that that probably is that one that you know you could just turn on. Oh yeah. Um, because you know I can always go. Lee Williams is always a big one. My mom. Come said, on now. Other woman, and so she turns it on, and, and you know those yeah. little, just hits your soul. And you, oh yeah, and, and that soul, like if they gotta break you down, you oh, got yeah. a couple of tears. You know that's oh, yeah, that's kind of what you go to. But you know, God favors me. I would, I will never. God's been so good to me. I'm, I'm not. And those are the things like you gotta kind of really like yeah here yeah because he knows yeah. how to talk to you right about that. Oh yeah. And so um, it, it just kind of refocuses you. And, um, you know, and I, and I just, and I know once I hear that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm back on track. I love that. And see, I'm the same way. I love music. And in those moments, it just, it, like you said, it empowers you. There's certain songs that just speak to you and get you to that place and get you back to balance. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes I'll have to realize I'll put it on. I get to work by seven. Class starts at 7.30 and I'll be carried away. I'm like, oh, hold on. Let me pause that real quick. But my kids know at this point, you know, and excuse me, I think it just truly does keep us in that balance. I just wanted to know what I could find on your playlist and what oh, I could wow. add. Oh, yeah. And then I think right now, this right now, I think a perfect song for me, right? It's by God's grace, right? Come on. And this is probably the moment that mm -hmm. that probably is sitting in because, you know, it's, it's, it is by him, right? It's by him yeah. that, you know, we are, you know, in a seven game, you know, win streak, we've been healthy, you know, we, and I've 
given all types of praise for that. Mm-hmm. You know, not, you know, out in the public, you know, and I always give that piece of it all. But for me mm-hmm. and me being faithful and, and saying, hey, Lord, I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm going to trust you. I'm mm-hmm. going to follow that. And, you know, he's um, he, he's been great. It's been great. That's such a blessing. And, you know, one of the things that I'm always empowered by is just watching coaches like yourself, right? Um, who we see stand on the sidelines, right? But you're able to recognize this individual. And that's that's why I know God created this platform because it's the individuals we watch on the sidelines. It's like, wait a minute. I just heard her say that this is where her help came from. This is where her strength came from. You know, sports unify. Yes. And it's always amazing when you hear the journeys because sometimes people will take you all because they see you on ESPN or they see you on the local networks and they feel like you don't go through anything. And so being able to hear your stories and hear the foundation and what guided and brought you through, it just makes all the difference in the world, especially for platforms like this, where we have individuals every day that say, you know, hey, I honestly was upset with God, right? And then I heard your uh, episode with Sharika Wright. And man, I've been a fan of hers for years and I can't believe, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly a blessing, you know, shifting gears a little bit before we kind of start winding up, you know, we talk about servant leadership, you know, and I tell people all the time, you know, it's a tagline that people say, you know, sometimes I'm placing it in our bios. It takes so many different forms, you know, but truly serving and leaving, leading like Christ, you know, within our endeavors. How does being a servant leader, one of the biggest things you said is I have a given heart. I got that from my mom, you know, how does being a servant leader and a Christ follower help kind of keep things in perspective. As people say, keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, when there is outside noise about the record or when there is recruiting and transfer portal, how does being a servant leader and also a Christ follower follower help you stay and remain in the balance and keep the focus about the main thing with so many other variables into play and also so many other powers that be within your professional career that has to stand tall. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I I think one of the things, Chelsea, that I try to make sure that I do is keep things in perspective that my student athletes are people at the end of the day and they do go through things. And I know it is always hard for them to walk in and be able to say, okay, this is what's bothering me and things like that. And uh, I do allow them to be able to express how they feel and mm-hmm. uh, whether they don't agree with it or there's something that I did or said, or they feel like, okay, you didn't do this for me. I I, I allow them to be able to have that voice mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't want them to feel like, okay, yes, I am your head coach, but at the same time, I recognize who you are as a person. I understand that you go through things and I do understand that I've been in your shoes and I understand it's hard to be a student athlete. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think as being a servant leader, I always try to allow them to voice how they truly feel. And I think if they, they feel she's listening to me and I'm being heard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I feel like I can really, really do what Mm -hmm. I need to do. And I think for me as a servant leader, as I, that's part of me being a servant leader. That's that's not how Christy Curry was. That's not how Katrina Merriweather was. Stephanie White was. That's how Sharika was. And I just kind of took a lot of those different things. Those women were really, really good at what they did and what they are doing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think that that was always a big piece for me. I, I stopped what I'm doing, even though I feel like that does take away from some things. But that's why I have a really good staff, right? Because they are doing the stuff that I need them to do. 
I feel like that is important for me to stop what I'm doing to be able to listen to my student athlete or listen to my staff member, or if it's my manager that's having a day mm-hmm. to listen to them and, and be able to let them voice that. And so I feel like that builds camaraderie, that builds trust. And um, that's just something as a giving heart that I, you know, I feel like is has made me who I am. And um and, uh, and it shows, right? It, it shows mm-hmm. through conversation, even though I can be very feisty on the sideline because I'm a competitor. Of course, but, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but I can always feel like I can tell when a kid needs that, you know, get kicking or mm-hmm. also know that that kid needs, hey, me to be very mellow with them and tell them that it's okay. I always tell our kids this after every game. I said this after our last game, give yourself grace. So do yes. you know what that means? You know, it's either hard on themselves or I didn't play this much. Or I said, you guys are missing the big picture. Mm-hmm. You got through this game healthy, right? You know, mm-hmm. you guys have a scholarship. Like it's those things you have to always put back in perspective. In perspective. For people, even yeah. for me, even yeah. for me. And so I don't do things traditionally. And I'm going to be honest with you too, Chelsea. I get hit a lot of times because I do stay in the gray. The gray for me is okay. Because I know when there's this. I love it. And I know when it's, hey, I got to be able to say, hey, this I'm going to let it ride over because I know who I'm dealing with. I know that I was that, that young lady, 18 or 22 year old, when I questioned everything. And so now I'm not saying that I'm not disciplined in them, but I do think that they know when it's time, but also know, hey, that I, I do. And I know it's hard for certain people, but it's not mm-hmm. for everybody to do. Mm-mm. And so for me and my calling and why, why I'm here at UTA that's worked for me and I'm going to continue with some tweaks, right? There's going to always be some tweaks. But at the end of the day, Shrika's is going to always go speak to fans. Shrika's is always going to take time for her kids, you know, um, whether or not it's, it's, it's interfering with certain things, I'm going to make sure that my presence is felt because that's who I am. And that's that giving heart. Uh-huh. Because I love that. I love it. And first of all, you know, hit me. I'm like, Lord, I'm okay with being in the gray. I love that. Because the thing is, but do you know that goes back to coach? The fact that we talked about in the first 10 minutes, your foundation and knowing who you are in Christ. Right. So I don't mind being in the gray. I don't mind what's being said about it because I know who I am. I know what my calling is. Right. And I know, like you said, why I'm here right now, God has placed me on assignment. So there's there's no reason for me to even come out outside of the grave because that's where where I thrive. I yeah. love and it. Think, and, and think about this too, Chelsea. If if I'm not supposed to be there, he's gonna take me out. Come on, come on. Yes. Yeah, right. He's gonna take me out and say, listen, you can't be here right now. I need you to get to this part, right? Come on back over here, come into the black, right? You we I gotta refocus <laughs> you. Right. And then as y'all can shift, right? Like I he's it's the seasons of it. And um yes. You know, you just got to kind of, you have to follow that piece of it. But, you know, everybody else, I, I always going to agree with it. But that right. is who I am. And that's gotten Sharika to this point, the success that I'm at. Um, like I said, the blessing of a little girl and the parents that I have and the people that are around me, um, the kids that I've had a chance to, you know, even recruit and play for me, whether mm-hmm. some of them are here or they're not. At the end of the day, hey, if they ever need something, hey. I'm going to probably, hey, pick up that phone call. Even both people will say, hey, listen, why are you doing that? Because again, that's who I am. That's, that's right. You know, that's who I am. I love that, coach. Oh my goodness, I love that. You know, this, I tell people all the time, it's such a blessing for me too, because, you know, so often when we are obedient, God has all the time 
a reason for you to, you know, and as I spoke to you before we got on about like, why did you want me to do this? You sure? Me, you know, but I feel like I'm able to have this daily, weekly, monthly spiritual professional development, right? I grow every day talking to individuals of the likes of you, right? And just being res respectable uh, of people of just knowing whose you are, no matter how high you go. And so you sound much like your father, you know, not getting too high with the highs, not getting too low with the lows. And we can do that because we know whose we are. I think that's so awesome. Coach, real quick, how old is Lennox? Lennox is four years old. Big girl, big girl. Big girl. I love it. Big girl, um, just again, just learning every day. Like these kids, I swear to you. I mean, I, I call it that COVID era because they they had to be around so many different things. But she amazes me every day. There's something new that she is saying. You know, uh, she can wake up in the morning and spell certain things or see certain things, how she remembers certain things. And you just kind of look at her like, you know, what how she could just you know she's so affectionate you know um you know because I'm not the most affectionate person all the time but man Dang. she just melts you and she just knows she can pat you on the back end like you know mommy's gonna be okay yeah um she she loves everyone around uh, my staff she calls you know Rosa she's TT Rise uh. <laughs> everybody understands like she knows our kids she'll see them and maybe she doesn't she'll she'll find a name for them yeah. but you know it's 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 that um it's it's just fulfilling and yeah. I know our kids was like how do you hear that you got that mom ears yes I do yes I heard what you said yes <laughs> <laughs> yes but they I think know. God knew, he knows exactly what we need, right? Because yeah. I'm much of the same way. I've never been like an, a like much affection, mushy, mushy person. Um, my daughter, she's two. Um, so she came towards the tail end of the pandemic era, but much the same. People are like, I feel like I haven't seen her in two weeks and I've missed everything. I'm like, I see her <laughs> every day. And she does something. I'm like, when did you start doing that? I just saw you, you know? But Love they are you. so compassionate and they know, like you said, I mean, if I, I'm like, ow, she said, you okay? Mommy, you okay? And I yeah. love the compassion that they give, you know. Coach, how has she changed you? You know, it's going to probably make me a little bit emotional. Um, because as I talked about before, you know, my brother didn't have a chance to right. bring, you know, a blessing into the world. And and um, I remember going through the, you know, this process of, you know, finding out I was pregnant and, you um, you know, caring or like people like don't understand, like, you know, when you carry human being like that, you know, you become attached. So you just kind of like, okay, when you have her, you're like, okay, how do how, how manage right. right. You know, how am I going to do this? Like, you know, yeah. you know, you're scared through the whole process. And now, you know, I just know that, hey, I can really do anything mm -hmm. in this world because I had this beautiful blessing Mm -hmm. And she's made it this far. She's four years old. So I said, I I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know, and um, I strive to be the best that I can be every day because I know she's watching me, even though she may not know, she may know. But every day I, I just, I grind for it because I know that that little person is really, really counting on me. Mm -hmm. And so not just that little person, but 15 other. Oh yeah. Women are too, whether or not they want to admit it or not. You know, it's right. uh, that, that they are. So she she has really, really made me 
look at things and put things in perspective in a different way before I had her, right? It was just kind of like, all right, I didn't get this opportunity. Nobody's giving me this opportunity. Nobody's paying attention to me. And, you know, after I had her, it's kind of like, okay, you got to focus. It's about being your time management, right? Mm-hmm. And um, taking time for yourself because there's times where, you know, hey, I may not sleep. I may not do this. And I think I'm gonna be okay. But there's like today, right? We can go and work. And so I'm kind of like, okay, I'm not gonna do anything, but just kind of focus on her today. Relax, kind of yeah, decompress. And um, and do that, but she she is is just every day. I just kind of I, I strive to work hard and work smart because I know I'm doing it for her. That's so awesome, and I I totally can meet you there. I sense that in every word you were saying, it, it, it truly is a blessing. Um, it's a blessing to see them also become the family of your staff and of your players and all of that wrapped in one. It truly is. They change us, and I'm thankful for it every day. Yes, yeah. yeah, just a smile, right? And she yeah. had me yelling UTA. And even when we're going to the office, she knows, oh, we're going to UTA. <laughs> so I make a wrong turn. This is not UTA. That's how we go it's there. Mom, right. <laughs> right. where are we going? Yeah. Like, we're going. Let's go a different direction. This is not right. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> you know, but it's like, but she knows, right? It's it's like it's routine for her. And so, you know, it's, it's she gets up every morning, she wakes up, she knows she's got to eat, she's going to play. She'll take a bath, right? She'll go to bed and it's the same thing. I love that. I love that. You know, coach, as we start to wind up, I feel like I could talk to you forever. As we start to wind up, there's a couple of things. You know, you're a servant leader, but in order to enshrine you into the servant leader family, there's two questions that we take all of our servant leaders through, right? The first one is my favorite simply because this is something that I do every day. I've done it for years. I call it my God is devotional, right? You know how the season gets long, the days get long, you know, Linux probably is not going to let you sit down and write something in that moment, but I never, ever want to rob God one of his time. But two, even in the hard moments where we can forget who he is and why he does the things that he does. My God is devotional allows me to remember who God is. And what I do is I'll say God is. And when I have the moments, I'll write them. But a lot of times it's me speaking, right? And it helps really create his presence because I say God is, and I'll say he is this, and he is that, and he is this. And what I find is I'm literally 15 minutes in I have to look at my clock and I'm like, oh my God, I'm running late for work because that's just it. There is no end to what he can be in our lives. So today you don't get a long list. You just get one. So if I wrote God is and I drew an imaginary line behind you, how would servant leader Sharika Wright fill that blank? God is what to you? I know. No, God is understanding. Come on, come on. is understanding and knowing that I am not perfect. He knows that I make mistakes. He knows that I can get high sometimes, I can get low sometimes and not trust his word. But he is understanding and knowing that I'm going to come back. Come on. I'm going to come back and understand who he is and how powerful he is and just being powerful in my faith he is going to bring me out of anything and so it's just under he understands Sharika he understands when nobody else I feel like understands me because you know I always say my mom and dad does because obviously they're my parents right but there's times where you know may they may not but 
because he knows my every move, my every thought. Mm -hmm. He understands that, okay, yeah, you veered off, but I know you're going to come back. And that is absolutely, hey, that I can say, you know, Lord, I made a mistake. Hey, Lord, that wasn't right. Lord, I need you to help me through this. And he has been faithful to that understanding. And he has oh, not let me down not one time. And so, that's Come on here. Yeah, the other day I put on um, my Facebook status. I said, I'm so thankful that I've never seen God's back, even though he's seen mine a thousand times. Absolutely. And that just sent me because of what you said. He understands right? He knows, right? He knows my quirkiness. He knows when I stray away. He knows when I may not have given him enough time. And he does that. He doesn't treat us as our sins would allow. I can't grab that scripture uh, off the top of my head right now, but that is the biggest blessing. So that one just hit me. Yes, ma'am. God is understanding. I love it. And of course, this is a servant leader. When we talk about servant leadership, it truly is that the focal point, the forward, the backward, all the way around what we do. And it takes on so many different definitions as we talked about earlier. But in talking about servant leadership and leaving a legacy, right? For Linux, for all of the young ladies that you have coached, coached currently and will coach in the future until your assignment changes. To servant leader Sharika Wright, what does servant leadership mean for you? And what legacy would you like to leave with it? Uh, for Shrieker, right? Servant leadership for me is is just making a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. When I leave this face of the earth or when I have to step into something new, when this is not my calling anymore, they're going to say Sharika was understanding. She was loving. She did what she said she was going to do. Even though, I mean, I always agree with it. She she did what she said. She was transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't change. She didn't change who she was. She didn't change her stripes. The stripes stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Um, she made mistakes along the way. She acknowledges those mistakes. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that heart that I talked about, mm-hmm. is always that's what I'm going to remember, you know, about her. So, that that's what it is for me. You know, I you know, like I said, like you talked about a seat. I had a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Somebody gave that to me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that in the future I'm able to continue to keep doing that. Hey, pull mm-hmm. up a chair or take my chair, take my seat, mm-hmm. right? And and grow this table. Because I feel like that's ultimately what you know we were here to do. You know, we're part, we're putting this in this profession to lead young, young people, right? That's somebody led me. And I think that's one thing I want to continue to make sure that we're doing, make sure that I'm continuing to do that every single day. That's so good. That is so good. Man, I feel like my week about to just fly. You hear me? <laughs> Coach, man, thank you so much. I, you know, I tell people all the time, time is a gift. It really is. And it's one of those ones that once, cause I can't give you this hour back. <laughs> okay. And I know how valuable time is, especially in the work that we do. So thank you so much just for taking a moment out to share so many gems and being transparent um, and just truly open up your heart um, about your program, about your beliefs, about your faith in God, about Linux, um, and just to help us move this agenda forward. I really, really do appreciate it. 
Well, thank you for, you know, giving me this platform. You know, the platform is always big, you know, for me and um, and for us to continue to build this. Like this, this is great. Women's basketball is big and it's bigger for than sure. just ball in the hoop, right? It's about relationships and, and building this out. So I appreciate it. I needed this. You know, you opened up some things for me um, to reset myself for the week. And, yeah. uh, you know, knowing like, hey, regardless of whatever the week, you know, ahead for me has, I know it's going to be the best that it needs to be because I'm going to trust in my faith and it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. So thank you. Absolutely. And before we go, coach, I'm going to say a prayer. Just a covering, so bow your head for me. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now just for this time. We thank you for the willingness, Lord God, of both parties, but for your assignment to cross these paths together, Lord God. So right now, the deepest prayer that we have is that you would just meet everyone that is listening at their point of need. We don't need to know what that is, Lord God, but when we say that prayer and we seal it, Lord God, we know that you will bless them how they need to be blessed. We ask right now, Lord God, a special prayer for servant leader, Sharika Wright, Lord God. Touch her, touch her family, touch her daughter, touch the extended daughter she has within her program and her staff. Let every walk that she walks, Lord God, continue to be strong because it's led by you. Give her strength, Lord God, where she may fall weak. Give her comfort, Lord God, in those moments that she needs the peace, Lord God. We ask that you help us to remember that we are servant leaders, so we need to be Christ-led, Lord God, but to continue to serve those that you've blessed us to be on the assignment for, Lord God. But most of all, we ask that you help us to be a light. Help us to shine brightly, Lord God, so that those that may not know you can find you. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My favorite line of the podcast, Servant Leader Sharika Wright. You are now a part of the Servant Leader family. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm super excited. I know that I'm going to lock you in. And so like I tell anybody, you may get some some of those uh, songs sent your way. If I think some hits me and I know it'll hit you, I'm going to send it your way. But just know you have our prayer. Just know you you have a fan down here in Tallahassee and a whole servant leader family that's rooting for you and praying you up. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And listen, Chelsea, if there's anything that I could ever do to help you, please, please let me know. Uh, if you're ever at the Final Four, let's make sure that, again, that we, you know, definitely introduce each other and see each other. But anything that you're doing, please. I mean, I think this is awesome. And it gives, uh, you know, a different perspective. And so um, please let me know here to definitely. I appreciate it. To. Absolutely. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, we do thank you guys for listening. We, we want y'all to do good, be good, and we're going to see you guys next time.